Welcome to episode nine of the movie bin. We're here. We're back. Episode nine. I'm Ryan. God, y'all suck. Jeez. <laughs> what are you doing over we're there? We're starting. I was responding to a text message. <laughs> I'm starting over. <laughs> Welcome to the movie bin, episode nine. We're here with episode nine. Colleen, you're here. I'm here. She's here now. Hey, Colleen, everyone. Colleen was trying to multitask. I man, was. I'm going to give her a solid D+. Wait, plus. Is this nine? This is episode nine. Are you sure? Are you I thought sure? the last it's one was seven. Uh, well, eight was big green. We're off to a really good start. We'll start over. Just hey, hey, everybody! <laughs> Welcome to the movie bin, episode nine. Here we are. Hey, episode nine. We were just having a discussion whether this was episode eight, nine, or ten. Feels so we've, fascinating. we've gone, we've gone a lot further than we thought, obviously, because we've lost track of how many episodes we have, and we are bad at counting. And we're not, and we're not math people, but uh, I'm Ryan. I'm Colleen. I'm Mary. I'm Christian. Colleen, you did that much better than when we when we practiced, where yeah. I said I'm Ryan, and then it was silence. I was texting somebody, and we started. Well. Here we are. You're actually hearing the fourth try at the start of this podcast. So. I mean, you don't need to tell people that. <laughs> Everybody loves to know, you know. We're full, professionals. We are professionals. But relatable professionals. <laughs> See, we make mistakes too, America. Even we fail. They're just we like us. back up four times now. I love these people. They're just like me. Yeah, like well, today, said. speaking of people just like me, heavyweights. <laughs> okay. For our listeners who don't know, Ryan. <laughs> We're reviewing the movie Heavyweights today or discussing it. We don't really review. We kind of just talk about it, but... What, is, what were you going to say, Colleen? I was going to say, you are not what I would call a heavyweight. <laughs> no, I was a wispy child. I was <laughs> just one of those paper-thin kids that didn't know how to eat well and just <laughs> a lot of skin and bones for a long time. That's a good description. Still trying to add muscle weight. <laughs> Still mad. We'll get there. As an adult? As an adult. Oh, well. <laughs> Oh, but wow. we're watching. Uh, we watched the movie Heavyweights. Mary saw it for the first time. I loved it. I thought we so knew good. you would. This was this movie was. I can't wait. I, at the end, I just want to say how I feel about it. Okay. <gasps> well, hopefully, you feel better about this. Than you did about the big green. <laughs> this is really. Good. If you haven't had a chance to go listen to, as the people will say years from now, oh, the downer episode. <laughs> the big probably bummer. skip the it if you bummer. have seasonal affective disorder. <laughs> <laughs> it will really you wait till the springtime. Or if you're feeling really good about yourself and just need to even things out a little bit maybe listen to the big green yeah. <laughs> or if you want to feel good about your childhood maybe that's probably true <laughs> unless you grew up in elma which one of our our listeners amanda ewer said hey i was the kid who grew up in the town by the interstate yes, she sure did <laughs> so, i'm not <laughs> sure that's something i would reveal to like. people but she made it out so she's she like did. she's kind of a success story Amanda, i hope you're listening <laughs> But heavyweights. Okay, so let's talk about this. This was a 1995 Disney movie, which was a, it was a kind of un-Disney movie for that era. It was like a little, I don't know. I remember seeing the trailer when I was a kid and thinking this was the coolest movie ever because it had guys from the Mighty Ducks in it. Mm -hmm. It had the coolest go-karts I'd ever seen in my life. Couple this was the first words. time. Huh? Couple curse words. Some curse word. Kids said the curse Kids word. Kids said the curse word. Which words. is exciting. Ben Stiller in it, who I didn't know at the time. Nobody so did. that didn't matter, but it had a blob. That was the first time I ever saw a blob. Oh, the blob. Man. Have you ever been on Deli one? Meats. I have. I've they have me at Yellow Life Camps. One. That seems like really cool and scary. It is awesome. I mean, again, what I'm probably rush. not. I was more always the recip recipient of a blob based on my build. <laughs> <That was laughs> and I would just get shot in the air. <laughs> no matter what you mid -air concussion. Under, you got blobbed off. <laughs> oh, man, I was never one. <laughs> If I was the person behind you in line in the blob, you're like, ah, oh, I'm just going to oh, wait for the next person. Maybe <laughs> hey, we can just double there and roll be a off. <laughs> what if you and I double up and let the next person bounce us both off? Because you're, you're just like a carry-on. Uh. <laughs> That's okay. Anyway, so, but this movie had a lot of people in it. Like, uh, it did. It's it was, cast. It was kind of like all-star cast, all-star uh, behind-the-scenes people, too. 
Um, it was directed by a guy named Stephen Brill, who directed some pretty crappy movies like uh, <laughs> Little Nicky and Without a Paddle. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Without a Mr. Paddle. Deeds. <laughs> this is a great movie. I love Mr. Mr. Deeds. I think was probably one of his better ones. That's a but super good movie. He also Blackfoot? Wrote Black, well, I mean, that's funny. <laughs> that's a funny joke. Yeah. And I like that guy. What's that guy's name? The, uh, uh, Steve Adam Sandler. Adam no, Sandler. Neither one of those guys. The guy with the black foot. Oh, was that Adam Sandler? Yeah. Who was the butler? The no. sneaky, sneaky guy. The sneaky, sneaky. Oh, shoot. I don't remember. Oh, anyway. But Adam Sandler was not the butler. No, Adam Sandler was not he the was, butler. He uh, was, what's his face? He was the main guy. Yeah, he's Mr. Deeds. He yeah. had the money. Yeah. Sure. Maybe. We're not talking about Mr. Deeds, though. We're talking about heavyweights. And Stephen Brill, he actually wrote all three of the Mighty Ducks movies, which might explain Whoa, the cool. crossover. Because you have Dave Carp as the main character, Jerry. Dave Carp was in Mighty Ducks, Mary. Yeah, I know. Okay. Yeah, Just I making know. sure. He I didn't, didn't know his actor name, but when she said his character name, well, his, I knew. His, yeah, character name, Dave Carp. Oh, Nick I Goldberg, forgot he was in Keenan. the first one. He was he in the was, first yeah. one. Was not good enough to <laughs> make, make it <laughs> to no. D2, which we'll talk about that in a future episode, how yes. any of the Ducks were good enough to make it to D2. But moving on. <laughs> but the real winner, uh, the writer of this movie was Judd Apatow, Love who him. is... You know, king of the comedy world, some would say. Do we have time for a quick fun fact? Go for it. Um, so I read on the internet that, you know, so Judd Apatow is married to Leslie Mann, mm-hmm. who is a really funny comedic actress. And um, as part of their first date, he made her watch this movie to try to impress her. Wow. Oh, I mean, that would impress me, but I'm not trying to date Judd Apatow either. This You're was the what? coolest movie that Why I not? could watch when I was a kid. <laughs> I mean, I guess he agreed because... Like, I wouldn't say that this is normal first date viewing, but I would be impressed if someone was like played heavyweights for and me and said, then I said, wrote that and produced yeah. it. Yeah, that's pretty strong. So that's just a little <laughs> And also fact. Judd Apatow, one of his writing partners, Paul Feig, is Tim in the movie Heavyweight. So he's the camp counselor that gets skinny. That's Paul Feig. He also wrote Freaks and Geeks, the Bridesmaids, The Heat. Wait, he wrote Spy, Bridesmaids? Directed Bridesmaids. Oh. That's still good. And directed Freaks and Geeks. Wow. Which is one of my favorite TV shows. Mm-hmm. Ghostbusters too, right? And Ghostbusters. Yeah, that's right. Which the, one? The, remake. the new one. The remake. He likes lady With movies, doesn't he? I guess he does. He's a nice guy. Because the heat was all was the women, and bridesmaids. bridesmaids, and ghost. Good for him. Great good for him. him. Great for him. Great job, Paul. Great Pete. for us. Great for us yeah, as people. Us. That's <laughs> anyway, sorry. I didn't let you get very have. far. Anyway, I just wanted to give you a little background <laughs> on the movie. It's an all-star cast. It's not directed by... Whatever that lady's name was, the directed Big Green, and then the dogs dressed as people movie. <laughs> so this is a little more. <laughs> this has a little more credibility. Turtle top. What was it? The, or turtle top. So there's not a lot it's of a nice racism in this movie there. either, which is nice. It is nice. <laughs> but there are some the dad pressure. issues. There, as always. <laughs> as always, yeah. some dad issues. I think that's timeless. Poor Tony Perkis and his father. Doctor That Phil. relationship. And Dr. <laughs> Phil? Are you trying to say Jeffrey Tambor looks like Dr. Phil? <laughs> exactly like Dr. Phil. I actually I thought it was Dr. Phil. I got through the entire movie, and then at the at the scene where he like comes to visit at camp, I was like, wait, is that Jeffrey <laughs> Tambor? Because <laughs> I didn't like look at the cast ahead of time yeah. to see who was in it. There's and then he just got close enough to his face that I was thinking, like, man, that looks like the guy from Arrested I mean, Development. So Tim Blake Nelson's in it, too, for a minute. He's like the guy who comes and sells the, par- sells, sells the parents on the camp. Uh-huh. He's in there. Which uh, is, I'm Peter, sure is a lucrative way to make money for camp. Right. <laughs> I am the recruiter for Fat Camp. Your I see that you have looks kids. a little round. <laughs> 
<laughs> I uh, was cruising by the playground and <laughs> saw some, this one was your yours, kid. so I uh, thought you would love Ooh. this. Or maybe he's there to seal the deal with the kid to tell him like why they should. I don't maybe know why he he's there. there to play the like promotional film. But either way, I Could mean, you just mail them the tape versus flying Tim Blake Nielsen to your house. It just seems like a really expensive way to sell like camp stuff, and maybe it's worth it. I mean, get probably get. There's a reason it. why they went bankrupt. We'll get to that in a second. But <laughs> and then also last little cameo, Peter Berg was the chef. Who is he again? Peter Berg uh, wrote and directed Friday Night Lights, the TV show. <gasps> hmm. And he's also, he also did some other stuff too, like I Pacific Rim and some other movie. stuff. Jeez. But it's, it's also the funniest line in the movie to me is when he says, sorry about your little friend Josh. He's, uh, well, he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> that was so funny to me. That was it. That was, was the chef. I love It's that. so like Frank. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway... This movie has has is comedic gold, especially for ninety five really and for the, yeah, it really is. It was so good, but we'll talk about the plot a little bit, and then we'll get into the plot holes because there there are a couple. I have some concerns, <laughs> but we'll start off. Basically, it's a movie uh, about you. You should know, hopefully by this point, it's a, a movie about Fat Camp, mm-hmm. about these uh, rotund young boys oh. who are so precious. Uh, by the way, they are so spoiler precious. alert, if you want to look up Jerry now, Jerry wow, has, wow, Jerry has wow, got wow, himself wow, together. Wow, he went wow. on the Perkis plan because he, uh, <laughs> the Perkis he system. really, he's feeling skinny, Tony. I looked up what the other actors look like now. Goldberg and, looks rough. Oof, yeah. I'll be honest with you. Goldberg got skinny too, but in kind of like an old, like an elderly he man He waited way. a little while to get skinny. <laughs> he waited, he waited too long and now he looks like he's just dying. Yeah. Like, you know, well, when, um, yeah. this is going to be a, a, a far off reference, but do you know when, uh, King Triton got turned into a little uh, <laughs> He's a little slugger. <laughs> a little, little mermaid. mermaid. <laughs> That's kind of what Goldberg when looks like. When he got like turned into now. a sea urchin. <laughs> oh. Wow, but like actually you should put a side by side on the website of the sea urchin and current uh, Goldberg. Also, you need to update funny. the website with the dog dressed as people because my... It's okay. Christian's our webmaster, uh, digi- <laughs> our digital overlord. And he <laughs> That's on your business card. He hasn't quite updated our website, but hopefully it's oh. updated now when you're listening. You just put all these things on there without any context and just kind of a scroll down. <laughs> so anyway, Fat Kids Camp starring Jerry, Dave Carp from Mighty Ducks. Yeah. He's a, a large boy. Not even that big of a no, guy, though. Really he weighs not. 143 pounds. Which I don't enough. think is an accurate assessment of his weight. That, that weight can't be that right. That cannot either. be right. Also, I don't he think doesn't... Tony Perkins was 312 pounds as a 12-year-old. That seems very heavy. That sure mm-hmm. does. But go ahead. What he doesn't saying, look heavy enough to go to Fat Camp, in my opinion. No, and why are you... It, you know, that seems like irresponsible to the parents. Like, I don't know what to do with you. Except that I'm the one that buys you food and takes care of you. Right. <laughs> but go to fat camp. And by the way, in general, camp in the movies, Colleen and I were talking about this a little bit earlier. There's no such thing as a summer long camp in real life. Is and there not? I have never heard of one. If you well, guys have heard yeah. of one, will you let us know? The I think the way that a lot of them work is you sign up for sessions. So if you signed up for every session of a summer camp, you could make it span the whole summer. But typically, they're much shorter. But like, Parent Trap was supposed to be all summer long. This seems like it was supposed to be all summer long. Also, the guy who played Lars reverse reverse Whoa. fat camp. Lars looks terrible. Body. Body. Body body. Anyway. So Jerry goes to fat camp. It's actually run by this sweet old couple, Ben Stiller's real life parents. Yes. Uh, and they don't Love find out until they get there that the, the camp, camp has, has been, been sold because they've mm. gone bankrupt. Sad times. They sold it to a man named Tony Perkis, who I guess is based off... What's the guy's name, Tony? Tony Little? No. The gazelle guy? No. Well, not Tony. Well, maybe That's just a fun fact. Tony Little, the gazelle guy. And then also, what's the other guy's name? Tony... Horton. No. Nope. Robbins? Tony Robbins. Tony yeah. Robbins. <laughs> Tony Robbins and Tony the gazelle guy. I think maybe he's a combination. a squished together the version of those two. There you go. And Tony <laughs> the tiger. 
is sponsored by Frosted Flakes. So Tony Perkis <laughs> buys the camp for uh, a couple million dollars. Who knows how much he pays? Probably not that much. <laughs> not of that income, much. But that's not the point. Uh, brings in his own staff and his goal. He's a fitness guru and a motivational speaker. And he's here to help these kids actually lose weight because the, 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 uh, I guess what the caveat of camp hope, which is the name of this camp is that these fat kids go to this camp when their parents think they're going there to lose weight. And, and no one there at the camp has that same expectation. They just come back home fat. And then, you know, Tony maybe has his non-traditional, uh, methods to making this happen. It doesn't, uh, does not, uh, jive well with the the kids or the counselors. Um, and so they try to overthrow Tony and the camp and they eventually, they, they succeed in doing that. Um, there's also a couple of funny scenes where like Tony forces the, the kids to go have a dance with the girls camp, oh, which is remind them. it, it, uh. it was like a picture perfect flashback of my sixth grade Valentine's day dance that I went to alone. No, <laughs> And I, this is not supposed to be like That's... an awe moment, but this is my only dance. I went to middle school. Didn't bring a date. Didn't think that through showed up to the sixth grade dance kind of made a lap around the gym and saw like, oh, I'm not really into this at all. And then I sat in the lobby and ate honey buns until my mom <laughs> there picked me up and t- hung out with the uh, class mothers. <laughs> Hello, Clark. Honey buns in the lobby. Hello, Clark. <laughs> Hello, Clark. I had a similar experience where I went to a dance in seventh grade and my mom didn't want to spend the money on a dress. So I got a beach cover up that was just black <laughs> and wore that to my seventh grade formal. And it was one of the most like, <laughs> worst of my Would you school. say that's like a core memory for you? Like it shaped you are now? My mom claimed she didn't know it was a beach cover up, but it was pretty clear. Man, clearly <laughs> <a beach cover-up. laughs> Did it come with matching flip flops? Did you wear a sun hat to go with it? <laughs> oh, God. Oh, man. So I anyway. have, that is like honey buns hilarious. Beach <laughs> cover up hilarious. I wish I had a story like well, that. Well, that's the thing. I think maybe you and Tony Perkis could. I was going to ask you because you were homeschooled. Yeah. And Tony Perkis was, had only private tutors his whole life. So I was assuming you two are very similar. Maybe a lot, of, a lot of yourself in Tony Perkis? No. Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I did not so see much. very much of myself at all in Tony Perkis at like at all, other than like he did have a quite a meltdown and I've had a few of those. But I just have some concerns that like once they overthrow the camp, they, the kids take the camp back from Tony because I guess they don't want to get skinny or they don't like they exercising. Have fun. They want to have fun. They, they don't want to have fun. But you're kids. going to fat camp. You, you, your parents have sent you there for a reason. Yeah, the None of them wanted to be there for that though. That was like well, really apparent Maybe from they the shouldn't beginning. have gotten <laughs> He canceled lunch. He did cancel lunch. Because of a lack of hustle. hustle. <laughs> did you Deal actually just it. say they shouldn't have gotten fat if they wanted that. to have wow. fun? I didn't say I just wow. wanted to wow. emphasize that because I, I think he thought maybe we were going to skate over it. I wanted it. to point it out that I trailed off because I didn't That's want to It's easy to say as a former wispy boy. <laughs> as a former fat kid, I would like to say... <laughs> It's not always our fault. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm not trying to say... I'm just saying that the intention for this camp was to be a weight loss camp. So they should know, like, hey, there's going to be some things here that you don't want to do, but it's going to help you in the long run. Pat himself said, I don't want to be known as the fat guy. Then change your lifestyle. And they finally did. They eventually did. So Pat ends up taking over the camp. The kids are super thrilled with this approach to healthy living and 
a little more fun way of it's uh, like being a active. well well no pun intended but like a well-rounded type, <laughs> wow. type of approach a well-rounded type of approach <laughs> it's true um that's what i really liked about the movie uh, essentially is that they made the decision to accept themselves and better themselves because they cared about like who they were becoming instead of like changing their body or physique based on like fear being or shame to. or peer mm. pressure yeah I and that. i just thought but that you, that do you was... think they ever would have made the other decision had they not gotten to a place where hey i don't like being forced to do it but i'm I gonna do. do it on my own terms. i think that you don't have to be like harassed and borderline abused at a fat camp in order to feel the pressure of like their own parents were saying you're too fat go to this camp and so like that's they were, gotta do something to your self-esteem <laughs> yeah and I think that they probably would have eventually gotten to the point on their own that they wanted to make the decision. But the fact that there were adults there that like spoke into them and were like, let's not let's not do this anymore. Let's make but healthier why they, choices. Why did they make fun of Tim for losing weight? So, like, these kids were kind of just mean fat kids, too. Like, they were not motivated. They, N- they weren't. And I'm not saying that, like, I just don't. I like that they eventually came to... Um, feel like they wanted to do this for themselves to be healthier and to be better and not Hmm. just like scared into getting skinny because that's what doesn't like fear-based leadership doesn't work that's true and so i think that it's the same like it's only going to last i guess my only thing is that tony perkis gets a bad rap because because he is a psychopath he's a psychopath but he wanted a a weight loss camp to be a weight loss camp the The entire time every scene that he was in all i could think over and over again was who hurt you (laughs) And then his dad showed up. His dad. His dad was pretty cool, though. I actually like Big Tony. His dad was also played by him, which I thought was great. Which I really enjoyed. (laughs) But Pops Perkis is not even that bad of a dude. He's like, you're going to get your money back. Everything's going to be fine. Don't call your lawyers. Who wants to be responsible here? (laughs) That's That's my my Pops Perkis He clearly carried his disappointment in Tony into adulthood. Because that poor, like, I feel bad for Tony a little bit. You should feel bad. Whoa, was he tightly wound. Not only did okay, so they capture Tony. Okay, this you, hopefully spoiler in a you, hole. You're gonna watch this if you haven't. You, you should, should go watch, watch it. it. But and some of these interns we just met today, they have not seen Heavyweight, so you know, I don't know what their job <laughs> is like. But so they capture Tony and they lock him in this little cell a and cage, like a, basically. In a cage, and they lock him there, and they're he's guarded by a child, which was that's not. That's not how you kidnap somebody. One of the least responsible of the children. One of the weakest. The British one. (laughs) The British one. (laughs) He's like easily the softest kid. (laughs) He lifts up his shirt and he has all the melting. There were so many other kids who were like tougher. Like why not put the stronger dude there the whole time? I also loved when Tony gets there and he's like pointing out in the audience and he's like, you could be this, you could be this. And he points at that kid and he goes, (laughs) you could be the next American president. And all the kids go, he's British. (laughs) (laughs) But then, okay, so then they lock Tony up. So I I just don't think they had the right response. They lock Tony up. Then they vandalize the camp and start ripping off signage and stuff. Yeah, but they learned from that mistake. They did. That was their rock bottom, I think. They did hit rock bottom. Ooh, can we point out that this is the second movie that we've reviewed where someone gets covered in honey at camp? (laughs) (laughs) Hey, That seems like a rite of passage to going to camp in the 90s. We can go ahead and jump into plot holes because I do feel like there's a bit of a stretch saying, okay, they caught Tony. 
First off, I don't know. Colleen mentioned this earlier. When did they dig that hole? That was a very deep hole. <laughs> it's a in the big woods. hole. How did they do that without Tony noticing them digging a nine foot deep hole for Tony to fall into? They were only supposed to have an hour of meditation, and clearly <laughs> they had no that shovels. Was, that was not going to happen in that amount of time. Yeah, and those kids, we've seen how unathletic they are. They would get true. tired very quickly. Yeah, and I watched they, Dave Carp try to throw a baseball in the opening sequence. He looked like he's throwing with the wrong hand. They would put the kids in the big green to shame. <laughs> they, yeah, <laughs> I bet the big green could beat. The heavyweights camp in the first game, like the, <laughs> with their egg carton chin guards. Mm-hmm. Well, it shows us what people can do when they bond together That's and true. and teamwork. Just, yeah, it does feel like it's like a. It has the movie has like some, like the bad guys are also camp MVP. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it seems like maybe just pick one. Like, is it Tony or is it the camp? You could have a whole movie about the fat camp trying to like bond oh, together and be camp MVP or a whole thing about them to take down Tony. But it just seems like it's a lot both. to combine to, even though I love the Apache relay. Yeah. It seems unnecessary. Like, <laughs> is camp is MVP, awesome. is that part of their camp is to just go beat up on the fat kids and play them in softball? That seems t- like, that's like awful. That's or a their good vision point. statement. I about that. <laughs> <laughs> what is the vision statement of camp Number MVP? one, beat up on the fat kids. Next. <laughs> there is also, no number two. So they caught Tony and then and Pat's like, we're only going to be able to do this if we work together. And then the very next scene, somehow they've caught all these strong, muscular counselors and tied them to trees. Like, mm-hmm. they didn't they didn't fall in holes. Somehow. <laughs> and these little fat, unathletic kids are, are tying Taking up down. Lars. Yeah, that's a good point. I'm just saying. I don't see how that they even captured those guys. Maybe they drugged them. Or why did they capture them to begin with? If Tony's already out of the way, they could have just said, hey, he's gone. You don't have to be afraid anymore. That's true. I think, I mean, bigger than that, Go on. what happened to luggage? Nowadays, everything's so small. He shows up with a trunk. Yeah. Do you remember this at all? Yes. Yeah. They put it on top of the bus somehow. <laughs> you're, talking about, you're talking about Jerry's trunk? Yes. He showed up with, he showed who up travels in. with a trunk, by the I way? Know, that's what I'm saying. There's no stage coaches around here. Maybe it was like a steam bus. <laughs> a steam bus. Oh, like gosh. he's coming to America from <laughs> Ireland. <laughs> uh, everything I have is in this trunk. That's, that's my Irish accent. It's not as good as some of my other It's a great Russian yeah. accent. You just did. More of just a European, general yeah. European. Mm-hmm. But one of the greatest scenes, I mean, almost... I think like Hook, like the feast in Hook, you know, yes. where they have all the food. That is this is, so is the scene where they just start showing all the candies, just the deli meats, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, that is very funny. all the secret hidden spots. I mean, that's the most disgusting thing too is body candy. Like <laughs> nobody wants that. Like you're peeling you're peeling sausages off your back to put to save for how long? I don't know. Twelve year old boys are pretty gross. <laughs> that's true. They're we did gross. at summer camp. We peed in Coke bottles and just lined uh, the wall with them. Gross. Some that's people call that sunny. <laughs> it, it was not not healthy. Thing for sure. <clears throat> I don't know why we did that. <laughs> <laughs> also, um, I loved in, in that whole that whole scene where they were like trying trying to stuff candy down to the bedposts, but yeah. I don't know how yeah. you get that back out of there. That seems like that candy's not coming <laughs> out. Question. Just saying. What do you think, Colleen? About the candy? I mean, just anything. <laughs> just in general. Did you did you identify more with the camp MVP kids or no. more with the fat camp kids? Well, the fat kids, for sure. I was a fat kid. So I, I think I always lived in a fear that my parents were going to send me to fat camp. <laughs> and I did. I never is had to go. Is fat camp a real thing? It is. I did it some is. research. They're the most, like, well, I don't know if they really are the most successful. They say they're the number one fat camp, but it's called Camp Shane, which Mary... Camp Shame? Which uh, your wife actually walked by and thought it was Camp Shame. Well, that sounds <laughs> like maybe what they would call it when they but got that's, there. That's where I got my um, fat camp pricing. That was uh, their their standards. Very Wait, do we already talk about that? Nope. No, go ahead. Fat camp is very expensive, you guys. <laughs> uh, what did I say? So, like, anywhere from $2,500 for two weeks up to $10,000 for nine weeks so, at this specific camp. 
I mean, and this is a serious camp because Jerry flew there and then took like a four-hour bus ride. So right. that's, that's quite the... Yeah, the well, parents they are picked incurring. him up. Yeah, they picked him up and then took the bus ride. <laughs> which is... That seems strange. Like, <laughs> they're oh. just driving around different parts of that part of the country and picking kids up from wherever they got dropped off at? I feel like one of the biggest plot holes to me was after they show the parents all the terrible stuff they've been going through. And like you said, what's his name? Papa... Uh, Papa... Pops. Pop Perkis. Pop Perkis. Pops Perkis comes out. And uh, so my kid just went through like a six week like torture fat camp. And they're like, hey, sorry about that. Uh, you know what? Someone else is just going to take over. You guys are good with that? Everyone's like, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. sure. Yeah, you can stay at fat camp. I'm, forget everything no, that just happened. I would happened. take my kid home and, and I would already be working on that civil lawsuit. That seems, <laughs> yep. That's that very was, true. But they also tortured Tony. Like they did like the psychological torture with like the uh, the tape cassette thing and mm-hmm. were playing, telling he was a loser. Yeah. Which kids are pretty, pretty Yeah, that's not cool. But, I mean, to be fair, Tony did his share of crazy. Can we remember when he laid on a bed of nails and then had that ice block cracked over <laughs> that seems him? Very from that tree over the cliff. <laughs> yep. that's, a, that's a sermon Even at, towards the end when he broke out of his cage, which for some reason the parents were not that freaked out about, yeah. and came in and went crazy, throwing glasses on the ground and then walking on the broken glass. That was intense. And they were like... <laughs> Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. One of my favorite scenes is when he talks to himself and he's like, how you doing, little hey, Tony? Little Tony. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That is, so, that is What's wrong, so classic Ben Stiller, it's and such I love a good it so scene. much. Speaking of classic Ben Stiller, Why do you feel I really, bad? I have this theory, and I did some Googling. It's not, I'm not, it's not an original thought, but <laughs> I do think that uh, Tony Perkis is, in fact, White Goodman from the movie Dodgeball. I think it is. <laughs> it lines up. Heavyweights, it Dodgeball is Heavyweights Part 2. Yes. Definitely. It is the continuation of Tony Perkis' life. He yeah. used to be a fat guy. I now totally he, see that. He had to rename himself. He because rebrand. The, the Perkis system, obviously, is not going to work. It's gonna get out. It's going to get out that he ruined his fat kid <laughs> camp. So yeah. change your name to White Gibbons. Start at some gyms. Find some success there. It's the same, same driven, same haircut, same... I'm just saying it could be the same guy. I feel bad for Tony because he was just trying to start a business. He was. He's trying to build something, build an empire. Make his dad he proud. was filming all Make of it. Make his dad proud. If nothing else, if they didn't get, win anything from any other civil lawsuit, there's one there's one slightly overlooked major crime that Tony committed. What's mail fraud? He stole oh. all of their letters. Oh. They found them in the cabin, and they were like, "These are all of our communications home." One, why were their families not worrying about them after That's not true. hearing that about them for six weeks? Point. But him just holding on to their letters, like bare minimum, he should have done like ten years in prison for mail fraud. Dang. Yeah. That's just a fun fact about crimes. I forgot. It, yeah, didn't, it, don't you? If you take like your neighbor's mail, it's a federal crime, right? Yes. Yeah, that's nuts. I was talking to somebody the other day about like what minor crimes do you have a hard time like not committing, like speeding or jaywalking, things like that. And someone said stealing my neighbor's mail. So that someone was me. Yeah. That's what wow. it's like. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's that's confession. You yeah. want to steal your neighbor's? Why? Well, I don't. It's not like one specific neighbor. I just like, I'm just really curious about stuff. And so if I see like a package on someone's doorstep, I want to just scoop it up and look what's inside. Wow. I don't even want to keep it. I just want to look wanna inside open of it. it. You yeah. just want to open boxes. Yeah. Why don't you just get and their letters. Amazon password and just look at the order history? That's my neighbors? Creepier. I don't know them. You should get to know them. Maybe that's just, step one. I, I'm saying and then y'all can open your packages together. If you stole Ryan's mail, you get his Netflix DVDs that are still coming. Okay. So maybe. Maybe I do get those. And I could intercept that I pretty just, easily. I just watched Logan Lucky and it was a great movie. Got it on DVD. A lot of people but got to watch But you watched Heavyweights on YouTube with 
the stars yeah, spinning. So both I, of you. I did look at I watched if you go onto YouTube, you can find heavyweights, but it's like a picture in picture and in the background is a starscape. Man. That I had to I, use other windows yeah. to walk wow. out. It made it, me so motion sick. <laughs> I watched one that was zoomed in on just like the center of the screen and you could sometimes only see stomachs. <laughs> Which is great viewing for a fat kid movie. <laughs> oh, it's great. Pretty Man. strong. What else? Oh, one other thing I thought was super funny was the the MVP uh, camp MVP insults as they're driving by on the boat, and all they yell is "You stink! You stink! You stink! You stink!" And then they say, "Good one, <laughs> good one." Guys. I think that that's like really good comedy writing. Oh, it's super funny. because they could have just taken it and like used some like lame insults, yeah, but so the fact that that was start- the best that they could <laughs> come stink. up with is you stink, you stink. So funny. <laughs> Man, I loved heavyweights. Me too. So good. Anything else you'd like to add, Colleen? Um. I mean, would you- I have one, but it's kind of mean. Why? Well, Go say for it. it. Go for Pat it. Pat and the nurse. Oh, never a chance. That's yeah. A plot hole. I don't want to be like he's just like he has a heart of gold. He does have a heart of gold. But I guess the personality no wins out. He has no, no initiative. initiative. She even like really tries with him. She went and to he, medical school. She asks him to dance, and he's like, oh. Why would like, she not go after Tim? Tim has some dancing. had motivation, discipline to lose weight. But did he have the personality? Yeah, of course he did. I he thought, was the one out did there you see him dancing, moving on the dance floor. Man, He's what a fun guy! <laughs> he put up with a lot of crap from those kids, making fun of him losing weight. He That's was a true. lot of fun. He wore a Carolina Panthers jersey. So she was like all about the underdog. Yeah, but she Pat, was. I feel like Pat uh, was a sweetheart. I will give him that. Pat he was, was a sweetheart, sweet. but Colleen. I'm just saying, if you've you're been on dates for with the... sweethearts, yeah, I mean, okay, once. <laughs> you've been on a few oh. dates, a few singular dates with sweethearts. <laughs> 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 they did not get the call back. Oh, okay. <laughs> so well, I don't think it's mean. Pat, I think though. you're being observational. All right. Good for Pat. Yeah, good for him. I mean, you realize this is like an Emily Rocky situation. <laughs> except reversed. <laughs> reversed. That's true. If, I, if I'm the nurse, I see that Tim is motivated. He lost weight. He is. He's still excited about helping the kids. Yeah, but that's true. He wants to get on the dance floor. Tim, Tim is a catch. Guy. Pat, nah. Pat did take over the camp, though, so maybe she was just... Like, she was into, like, like, the his, leadership. Like, the leadership thing. That was it. He yeah, stepped he, up when it was although his time. 18 years, 18 at, years fat camp. at fat camp. It's a slow burn, you know? It's <laughs> developmental <laughs> leadership. No. He was being apprenticed. But that's the same thing where, like, if you are going to a trainer to get in shape and they don't look good, you yeah. say, hey... There's something wrong here. Yeah, they shouldn't have put him in the promotion. <laughs> yeah, they should have put Tim sure. in the promotional right. video. Yeah. I mean, I've I feel like I've taken Spanish for that amount of time. I don't even 18 know. 18 years? Yeah, I feel like Just I don't even know. Just by living in America? Yeah. Give us some Spanish, Christian. I, no sé. <laughs> that means I don't know. Oh, that's <laughs> good. Thank you, Mary. Spanish. I really had no idea what that was. <laughs> Do we have any favorite lines, Tony Perkins lines? Yes. Oh, it's man. not Tony favorite? Perkins line, though, but I love oh. when he's writing to his grandma. And nobody's he says... Seen more, <clears throat> nobody's seen more butts than you, Uncle Tony. Oh, that one's good. The candy belongs to Seymour butts. Jerry writes, to the grandma, he says, "Dear grandma, someone once said war is hell. They've never been to fat camp." There was some. I mean, the writing in this thing is so, so good. good, top Joe, notch. Joe you Apatow. can tell the difference between this screenplay and other screenplays, and even the soundtrack. Like, I feel like these guys knew what they were doing. These, and mm-hmm. you can see their success, and then you can also see Nancy Goldberg slowing or whatever the big green ladies was. Mm. She didn't have it right. Speaking didn't. of Goldbergs. I almost forgot about this. Goldberg from the movie? Get on the scale. Goldberg from Mighty Get Ducks. Get off the scale. <laughs> Turn off the camp. <laughs> yes, that's Not that funny. part. But did you, you were know the kid what was his name? Cheer for him. Do you remember what, what Goldberg's name was in this movie? Josh. Uh, Josh. Josh. Yeah. So the only reason that he, like originally when he was asked to do this movie, he Ooh, didn't want to yeah. do it at all. And the only reason that he ended up being in this movie is because they told him if he didn't do this movie, he could not be in D3. 
about Which that. is funny because the part isn't even that big. No, yeah. 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 Like yeah. Such like yeah. a, no they were using him to sell the movie because people, the kids, yes. I mean, he had already achieved like Goldberg status by this point. This was 95. So maybe this was the one that Mighty broke Ducks him and, Ducks and turned him out. into the, whatever Goldberg. that little mermaid slug was. He's, in the God, he's the godfather in this he's movie. He's the godfather. He is. Every, every pack needs a leader. I do remember not knowing what the sizzler was when he was like, I went to the sizzler and, and closed the place down. I was like, I would ask my parents again. What's the sizzler? Yeah. I want to go. I want to go to Get that me mom. there. Is it a buffet? <laughs> I am in. What is the sizzler? Western sizzler, right? This is it called? It's like a... Is it... Or is it the sizzler? Western sizzling? It was the... Hold on. It's a restaurant that's like specializes in steaks. Yeah, it's kind of like but a But I don't know if it's corral. like... Um, really? Yeah, it's called Sizzler. But is it's it a family a restaurant? You've never seen Sizzler? I don't think it's, it's they have it over here. I think this is a West Coast thing because it's based in California. Although the movie was filmed in Asheville, North Carolina. Was it really? <gasps> it was. What? Yep. what camp was it filmed? We in? could go it there. Tell, it didn't say the name of the camp. It just said so it was filmed close. in Asheville. We're it was so that close. movie. What happened in the mountains? Huh? Wait, what? I completely moved, missed so that. So he got picked up from the Charlotte airport. Yeah, had to, had to. It was filmed at Camp the... Pinnacle in Hendersonville, oh, North Carolina. Wow. He we totally to flew into Charlotte. We should go we out should. there. We need to go to Camp Pinnacle. Anything else, Christian? You can climb um, a thousand foot rock face with your bare feet and hands as long as Tony Perkis has faith in you. <laughs> <laughs> that one. Somebody should make a series of motivational posters that are with only Tony, Tony Perkis, Perkis quotes. quotes. Yeah. What was it? Father Sky, Mother Earth, and Uncle Tony? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was great, man. Well... I think that's all we have for the heavyweights. I mean, I th- this, we're ending this in a much better spot than Big Green. At least we're all on the same page that we love this movie. We loved it. Glad Mary watched it. That was big. I've watched. I've watched all of the movies. Just not the all ends the way. <clears throat> Only not the ends of two of the movies. That's pretty good. I though. was given some strong feedback early on <laughs> that I need to watch the movies if I'm going to ask people to listen to this. That's a very. It's it's a good point. Next week, Mary's pretty excited about this one. Woo. Mary is tired of all these boy movies. She keeps mentioning that we did. We tried to throw her a bone and watch. Uh, throw me a bone. What was it? Parent Trap is a classic. <laughs> Which you were such a baby about. It was such a good movie. Just, it's three hours well, long. No, it's like Schindler's List. It was <laughs> Are so you long. seriously comparing Parent Trap to Schindler's List? That's ridiculous. <laughs> it was so hard to watch the whole thing. I was like, God, this movie is, will never end. You know oh it's not hard God. to watch? What? Our next movie. Which is? Sister Act. Yes. yes. I'm oh. so excited. Nothing says fun like none. <laughs> oh, I loved Sister Act. It was one of my favorite movies growing up. Yeah. The soundtrack. It's those so nuns good. Are so I'm very great. excited about it. This movie is a childhood classic for me, and I love Whoopi Goldberg. So. Okay, so here's your homework. Watch Sister Act. Yep. And review, rate, and subscribe if you're enjoying this we podcast. We ordered more stickers. They're we did. on the way. We did? We, we'll be happy to give them to you. Yeah. If, you, uh, if we see that you've rate and subscribed, and then tag us on social media, and we'll send you a sticker. Yes, we will. We'll be in touch. Christian will uh, reach out. <laughs> Christian will reach out. Also, moviebin.com. Look there for all the info and all sorts of just... Side-by-sides comparisons. Side-by-sides. Oh, yeah. All the heavyweights. Of, 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 of Goldberg. Ooh. And, and, and maybe a wispy picture Peter of Ryan. <laughs> A picture of me looks A wispy great. picture of you. We need like a, oh, you want a like string beans. Right? We should do a before and after. I'll put like a, a picture of you now and a picture of you then. I don't think that part's necessary. Maybe Why? just picture of me as a skinny kid. Of the people who have never seen you before, I'm sure that they're wondering now what you look like. They can Google. You it's... I mean, I got a couple is, good childhood it. pictures. Oh. Uh, well, Colleen looks like a little, a little chubby rich kid is what she looks like. No, oh. well, I am wearing, you a, are wearing a blazer. Like a blazer. <laughs> <laughs> so, what were you saying? <laughs> I look like a stand-up comedian. I believe comedian. you're also talking on the phone, aren't you? <laughs> what? Like aren't you phone. also talking on a phone? <laughs> 
I got a payphone. She looks <laughs> right. like it's like uh, one of those glossy eight by tens from like an <laughs> '80s female comedian. That's what Kelly looks like in this picture, or like a yep. jazz singer. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, so thanks for joining this. us on the movie bent. We'll see you next week. Bye. Sister Act. Bye.